you gave me, Lord. It, it, you know, you, you did it. But really, the biggest problem is not the devil, because he's already defeated. Amen. His legal forces had been bound and destroyed. But I hear the Holy Ghost say over and over this past month, as, as May passed on, and now we're in June, I hear that righteousness is one of the most valuable words that you can allow to be a part of your life. There are basically three kinds of words concerning righteousness. One of them is unrighteousness. You don't want that. <laughs> the other one is self-righteousness. You don't want that. And the one we need is the righteousness of God. Matthew chapter 6, verse 33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God. It didn't say seek God. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. His righteousness. And then right after that, He tells us why it's so valuable to our lives to seek first the kingdom and His righteousness. He said all these things will be added unto you. Jot this down or try to remember it if you're not taking notes. I'm preaching now. All lack, all lack. Say lack. lack. That means something missing, something broken. Is connected to an absence of God's righteousness in your life. When Adam was created by God, God gave him everything, didn't he? You go back to Genesis account, and Adam had the whole earth. He, it was in his control. He was, a, he was in charge of it, and he had the power and the ability to operate as God on the earth. But Adam had a consciousness of God rightness or righteousness. He was created in the image of God and the likeness of God. Adam didn't know anything except me and God are twins. Me and God are just alike. God made me as good as him. See, Adam didn't make himself as good as God until after he sinned he tried to. But before that, God made him as God, as good as God. But then when sin creeped in there, if you'll read the third chapter of Genesis, you'll find out when sin creeped in there, Adam immediately began to provide for himself out of fear. Write this down. All fear is connected to a lack of righteousness awareness. All sin. <laughs> it's going to blow, blow it out. All sin is connected to a lack of righteousness awareness. Every time you sin, you thought you had to. And I couldn't help it, Lord. The devil made me do it. No, no, no. You just, it's a lack of, do you know what 1 Corinthians 15, 34 says? Awake to righteousness. And you won't sin. So in other words, when you have an awakening, this is what's happening in this church this morning. 
Righteousness makes your flesh not believe. Is that me? <laughs> your flesh thinks it's unbelievable when righteousness begins to manifest on you. So now you get into righteousness and you get a righteous awareness and a righteous consciousness. You don't sin because righteousness makes you different than what you were. Now, in Matthew chapter 5, you look at verse 20 over there, you'll find out that Jesus said something. He said, unless your righteousness exceeds the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, you have no part or chance in the kingdom of heaven. You can't go. It has to exceed the righteousness of the, of the scribes and Pharisees. Then you find out over a few chapters later in Matthew that their righteousness was talked about when Jesus said, you, you scribes and you Pharisees, you hypocrites. Now see what they did. They picked up that thing that Adam had where he tried to provide righteousness for himself and begin to provide for himself. And now what they wanted to do, the scribes and Pharisees thought, all I have to do to be righteous is do the right thing. That does not make you righteous. There are a whole lot of people in hell today that was doing the right thing, but with the wrong heart. Because Jesus told the scribes and Pharisees, said, your works is not going to get you into heaven. You can't have a part of heaven because of your righteousness is by outward appearance. What I'm trying to tell you is you can't get good enough to go to heaven and you can't get good enough to be righteous. You have to receive it God's way. Righteousness is by faith in what Jesus did. And it's by a birth and not by work. The work's already been done. You know what? You don't have to wonder if you're really here. The work got done and you are here but you wasn't involved in the work you are a manifestation of the work nobody in this building did anything to get here you wasn't there telling your mom and daddy come on man <laughs> all of a sudden you're here how did you get here how did you become you somebody else did all the work Good, bad, ugly, or whatever. It was, it, you didn't have anything to do with it. But now because the work was done, you are what you are. Come on, say amen to that. You didn't have anything. How many of you had something to do with your birth? Nobody did. You wasn't, you wasn't anywhere to be thought of. As a matter of fact, your birth was figured before the foundation of the earth. There is no mistakes. And if you're here today and you've been told you're just, well, we didn't want you, but you, you, you were a mistake, or if you're listening by internet or podcast, whatever we got out there, you're, there is no mistakes. You're here by, by divine appointment of God, and God wants to use you, not abuse you. And you're valuable. And so God saw each one of us before the foundation of the earth and he caused us to be either male or female. There are no monkeys in the kingdom. They're just something that act that way. I'm one of them. But here's what I'm trying to get you to. 
This, because of Adam's sin, Adam brought into the human race a mindset that we had to get good enough to talk to God. That's like saying, well, you got to do something to be human. You didn't have to do nothing. You came from another human. You, didn't you? <laughs> so you, you have to understand something about righteousness. Righteousness is by birth, not by work. Say that with me. Righteousness is by birth. You have to be born into righteousness, born of righteousness to become righteous. That's why Jesus said in, in John's gospel, the third chapter, to Nicodemus, he said, you've got to be born again. That's some good news. I didn't understand that when I first heard it. You've got to be born again, I'm going. I'm like Nicodemus. I don't remember the first time I was born. <laughs> How are we going to do this deal again? But it's inside you by faith in Christ Jesus. Can you say amen? And the scripture says when you're born again, you're brand new. How many of you in here born again? Hold your hand up. I got a word for you. I got a word for you. Listen to this. You have no pre-existing past. Yeah. Everything you did for fun is gone. <laughs> All your past mistakes. Well, I knew God when I did it. Did you ask him to forgive you? Yeah, but I tell you, I'm having a hard time with it. I said, that's your problem right there. You. Because my Bible says, You confess your sin. Everybody on this side say, Lord Jesus, I confess my sin. If you really mean that, I want you to know something. He's faithful and just. Say faithful and just on this. I'll be over there in a minute. I'm talking to these people. Say faithful and just. Say he's faithful and just. To forgive me. Now man won't do it. Christians may not do it. And religion surely won't do it. But say he's faithful. And just. To what? Forgive me. Turn and tell somebody to forgive me. And what else? Cleanse me. From what? All unrighteousness. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. All right, hey, 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 I'll talk to you in a minute. <laughs> Ask, okay, let's see if we got this. Did you just say that? You just said all that? You, you said that? Did you? How much unrighteousness do you have now? None. Did you hear what she said? Out of the mouth of a little baby. See, if he cleanses you from all unrighteousness, how much unrighteousness do you have now? Don't y'all wish you were in on it. We'll come get you in a minute. See, now I want to tell you something about that. To man and to religion and to a lot of Christians even, people call themselves Christian. That sounds wrong. And what you need to understand is it is the only thing right. Well, now, uh, well, I'm gonna, uh, let's get these guys. When Adam sinned, 
Was he in unrighteousness now? I may need to go over here. I, they got it over here. You guys are going, oh. Once Adam sinned, was he righteous or unrighteous? Okay. What did he do when he became unrighteous? Okay, he tried to hide himself from God because he's afraid, and then he looked at his wife and said, whoa, we need to cover up us. See, unrighteousness makes you the problem. I don't just say that to be saying it. You'll find out that all unrighteousness is connected to you. And so what you want to do, same thing that Adam did, you want to go cover yourself up. Well, now Adam covered himself up with something. What was it? What kind of leaves was it? What kind? Well, fig leaves is what the scribes and Pharisees was involved in. Fig leaves is something you can see that everything is beautiful, but it's ugly because the problem is it's just a leaf. It's not a production of a fruit. So here's Adam. He's got fig leaves now. And too many Christians have been wearing the fig leaves too long. We're fixing to have an undressing. I ain't talking about your clothes. I'm talking about your fig leaves, okay? Now, if you came in fig leaves, you're going to feel really different. That's all you got on. But we can handle it. When Jesus came and talked righteousness, if you go over to Mark chapter 11, you'll find out that Jesus was hungry after a lot of work. He's in a body. And when he got hungry, he looked and behold, he saw a tree. What kind of a tree was that? A what? And he saw and hoped that maybe there would be something on there. But the closer he got, he realized there was no fruit on that thing. It was just full of what? Leaves. Are you listening to me? And so this is the doctrine of religion. As long as you look good, as long as you sound good, as long as you act good, you're good. You can't get a fig off of that. That fig tree was a fruitless fig tree. You know what a fruitless pear tree is? It's a pear tree. Partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> it's a pear tree, but you can't get no pears off of it. Now, you tell me what good a pear tree is without pears if you're hungry. What good is it for us to have just the fig leaves as a believer and not the fig? The fig just happened up here. That was a fig. What do you mean a fig? That was the power of God manifesting production. Boom, money cometh, anointing cometh. Boom, 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 boom. You've got some money manifested in flesh, didn't you? Didn't you? Oh, okay. You high? You, you ain't been taking no medicine this morning, did you? Okay. Don't lie, we're in church. So, 
Now let's go back to that fig tree. Jesus saw, notice if, we're going we're gonna to determine here the righteousness. Now notice this. Except your righteousness exceed the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, what? You can't go to heaven. So the righteousness of the Pharisees was a self-made righteousness by works. You read it, it's all over the Bible. So the self-made righteousness by works is an outward of righteousness. Everybody that knows you would go, oh, oh, you're a holy person. Until you mess up. Anybody ever messed up? Today? <laughs> I ain't going down and lie. You go on. I'm, I'm going up yonder. People get me, you know. But see, here's the whole deal like with preachers. They think, ah, oh, you know, preachers got to be perfect. I am. I just don't act that way. That way, when I mess up, you're not surprised. But the sad thing about it is, boy, you, just because you're in a position, if you fail, people go, oh, I had a feeling about her a long time ago. I should have said something. The righteousness that the scribes and Pharisees had was a put on. And then they went from that to, you know, eye plucking, hand cutting, and all this stuff. But all it was was leaves. It didn't get anybody changed. It just taught them how to carry out the trash for the wife and be nice. Then when you get down far enough, cuss. Because you had to do it. I know what that's like. You know, we're going to play Christian. Okay, yes, dear. Yes, darling. Then you get away. I tell you, she wants one. Blank, 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 blank. Honey, honey, is there anything else? Now, we all think we're going to heaven over that. Now, that's a, that's a, that's sad because in church people go, hallelujah, hallelujah, and cuss on the way here, cuss on the way home, fuss on the way here, fuss on the way home, get mad, you've been under the anointing, you know what's going to happen when you're under the anointing, you go home and everybody's not with you. Be careful. Because if you base your righteousness on the way you act, you're never going to make it. Jesus had a, he had a perfect plan. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to bypass you and your flesh and your cuss and your acting bad and all that. I'm going to talk to you, Jenny, and all this bad stuff. <laughs> going through all this mess. I'm going to bypass you and just get you born again. Now you're born to righteousness. You don't have to do anything else. Amen. I got you. Boy, isn't that easy? And the, and the neat thing about it is once you awake to it, say awake, because most, most of you in here are born again, right? If not all of you, if not, you can get born again if you want to. It's a good thing you won't have to go to hell. You get born again, they, you, you're going to be righteous, but then you just need to wake up to it. One of these days you're going to wake up to righteousness and your sin will stop. Amen. How do you know that? Because I've done that. i sinned for years. I was a professional Christian sinner. <laughs> I called myself a Christian. I didn't know what I was doing. I even had to have my pastor tell me one time I was talking to him and I was using foul language, you know. I'm telling him blank, 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 blank. He goes, 
we don't talk like that. I said, you're kidding. I'd been saved for a while. He said, we don't talk like that. What are we supposed to say? He said, you'll learn. And I did. I learned. But see, we get, we get so caught up in our flesh thinking, you know, uh, unless our flesh is perfect, we're not going to heaven. And Jesus said, you're not going to go to heaven by your works anyway. So you might as well get born again and be the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Say amen to that. So here we're at, that, we're at this fig tree. We're about to do something here. Jesus sees that fig tree, so he's hungry. He's wanting something. And he goes up to that fig tree, and all it is is leaves. Well, what did he do to that fig tree? What did he do? What did he do? What, are, what is that fig tree just leaves and no fruit? It is self-religious righteousness. It is the righteousness of scribes and Pharisees. Don't you let the devil or the people in this earth tell you you'll never be any good anymore. You never was good before. Your mistakes you can look at and go, oh, I was sleeping through righteousness on that. <laughs> when you wake up, you stop. Well, that's not a dead end. That's a new beginning. Turn and tell somebody no dead ends here. Say, my life is not a dead end. It's a new beginning. So Jesus did something with all the beauty of works. He cursed them. Walked away from it. Then he comes back, you know, and they're walking through the same area. And Peter, you know, that had problems with cussing after being with Jesus three and a half years. <laughs> Y'all didn't think about that? Here's Peter. He's walking with Jesus. I mean, all the miracles you could ever imagine reading the Bible, Peter's right there with every one of them. And everybody else is going, I'll never, you know, now, Lord, I'm telling you right now, I'll never deny you, Peter. So I'll tell you, unless they all deny you, I won't deny you. Darn it. <laughs> Here he is. He's in the midst of all this move of God. <laughs> and all of a sudden, <laughs> I mean, immediately after Jesus gets captured, he's out there three and a half years of nothing but the supernatural cussing. Mad cussing, not just accidentally cussing. Blankly blank woman, I told you, I don't know him. <laughs> so Jesus said to that fig tree, no man, listen to me, say no man. No man. One more time. No Point at somebody and say, that means you. <laughs> it is not God's will that no man eat of that tree. Nobody that is born of God should just bear leaves and look righteous. You have to have the fruit and root of righteousness. And Jesus didn't curse it from the, flea, or the, the leaves down. He cursed it from the root up. The root was wrong. Religion has taught you the wrong root. Your root is righteousness first, works later. Are you going to make mistakes? Yeah. I mean, Peter, he was with Jesus 24 hours a day for three and a half years, and he still messed up. I've been with Jesus for a long time, but I still haven't had the time and the attention and the focus and the, and the magnificent presence of Jesus like Peter did, and I'm going to mess up. But I'm not going to go to hell because of what you believe. 
or what somebody else believes about me because I did something that Jesus wants us to do today. Verse 22, Mark chapter 11, verse 22, right after the fig tree, Peter goes, look, Lord, it's cursed. The tree you cursed is dead from the root. And Jesus said something to Peter. Have faith in God. I'm going to add to that. Not your church. Not your religion. Not yourself. Say it with me. Have faith in God. Okay. We're going to have faith in God. What are you talking about, Jesus? Verily I say to you, that whosoever, say whosoever. What's a whosoever? Say I'm a whosoever. That whosoever shall say unto this mountain, what mountain? What mountain? We're talking trees and now you're talking mountains? You take your medicine, Jesus. What are you talking about here? There's only one mountain that you need to be concerned about today. It's not the mountain that's holding up your finances. It's not the mountain that's holding up this or your healing or the mountain, the mountain, the mountain, the mountain. The mountain is your past. Amen. Your past. The leaves, your works. The thing that you feel like you have to display to please God. God is, could absolutely care less about your flesh because when he gets it, it's going to be changed. Amen. That's your problem now, not his. It's your flesh. Well, I want you to do something about this flesh. Oh, you do something. I don't ask you to do something from, about my house. I don't go, Russ, won't you do something about my house? And Russ goes, it's your house. Lord, do something with my flesh. It's your flesh, you do something. You're the one that made it that way. Because God made it perfect when you little be baby like a little baby back there, so pretty, so precious, and then all of a sudden we teach it how to be ugly. The mountain, say the mountain. mountain. I'll prove to you that that mountain is sin, the sin consciousness and unrighteousness, because where did he tell that mountain to be cast to? Where? Where? Where's our sins when we get saved? What does God do with them? Micah says what he does. He cast them into the what? You get it? You get it? What he wants you to do this morning, how many of you want the will of God in your life? Surely we do. How many of you want the best that God has in your life? Let's get the music up here now. I'm winding down. Get your motors running. Head out on the highway. <laughs> I almost got by without messing up. I knew it gonna... kind of makes it her fault. But anyway, the woman that thou gave us me. <laughs> Do you believe God? Do you believe what God says? Do you believe that it's possible for you for God to make you male and female? If you're a man, you believe that God can make you male. If you're a female, do you believe God could do that? Without you, did you have anything to do with that? Was you in there going, God, I'll tell you right now, I don't want to be a man, I don't want to be a man, I don't want to be a man. 
No, you don't have anything to do with it. And God did that on his own. Now, God said, if you're born again, you're a brand new creature. All the old things have passed away. Say passed away. And everything's brand new. Righteousness, being aware and awake to righteousness is your key to your future success. You can sit and feel sorry about yourself, bad about yourself, or you can just go, you know what? I'm going to be just like Pie Pie. The sailor man, I'm Pie Pie. To... Give, give me your pipe. Any of y'all carrying pipes anymore? <laughs> I've been redeemed. <laughs> well, it wasn't a few years ago you asked for a pipe. They'd be going, hey, pipe, yeah. Hey. <laughs> I got to... <laughs> If you don't want to be recognized by them, sit over here because they're usually over there. <laughs> anyway, I'm like Popeye the Sailor Man. I is what I is. <laughs> say it with me. I is what I is. If God says I am, then I am. Yes. I want to believe that, don't you? Because Jesus said you can't go to heaven without that kind of believing. Your works won't get you there. He said cast that root of unrighteousness into the sea. That's the biggest spend you have in your life is your past. I promise you, you would be doing more if your past was over. And the only way you're going to get it over is take it out of you and cast it into the same sea that God cast your sins in. So we're about to cast away our unrighteousness. To do that now takes faith. Being justified by faith takes faith. So if I walk up to you or somebody else walks up to you or you hear someone say, well, you know, none of us are righteous. After all, the Bible says that. <laughs> what it says is our righteousness are as filthy rags. And it, that's why you need to get it off. You're beginning to stink, okay? Think about it for a minute. If you wore the same clothes for the next 20 years, you think somebody might smell it without washing it now. You've got to just keep it all on there. And that's what we've done with our past. And we think that's humble. Well, you know, I do. I know I sinned against God. You didn't surprise him. Now, what he wants to do to you is let you come to the place where you get rid of you. Once you do that, if somebody walks up to you and says, are you righteous? You'd be like that baby right there. Angelina, the baby girl. What are you now, three years old? Okay. I knew there was a three on it. <laughs> and someone said, are you right? You're going to have to say, don't con God. And don't try to water down. By the grace of God, I am. Shut up. Just say, yes, sir, I am. I've been made righteous by the blood of Jesus. Glory to God. Don't try to sneak in there like you're going to get more than somebody else if you just act like, you know, I'm just really trying to be humble. You, if you could be humble, you'd have been humble a long time ago. Get rid of that con. I never have got one thing from God trying to con him. God, I'll tell you one thing. If you'll give me this, I'll do this. And God goes, I think my ears need to be healed. What's going on here? He ain't listening to that mess. You ready to get rid of it? What song you got? Where's our singer? Huh? 